Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12... Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. For all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. You can enjoy this stuff, man, but don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The queen of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Sticks, the world's most famous plaything, and you are listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Folks, we have been waiting, patiently waiting, for this moment, this monumental moment, legitimately one of your favorite guests in Duke Loves Wrestling history, a person who has taken us on a hell of a journey through the years, and so much great information and, and really somebody that you can only root for. I mean, just a, a quality human being and somebody who is a fighter, an inspiration, and a great friend. So without further ado, welcome back, my brother, Sticks. What's going on there, Sticks? What's up, big man? Thank you for the wonderful intro. You always make me feel so good about myself. <laughs> Bro, it's it's really, it's true. And, and you know you know the challenging part about you, Sticks? We don't tell you enough about the fact that you get brought up all the time. Like your your influence over people and 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 what have you is so far reaching that it's a. It, I'm going to apologize on behalf of everyone who knows you because <laughs> I'm, and I'm serious about that because we all have benefited from you know having a relationship with you 
And it's crazy that stuff is so normal and so natural. I don't think I go a week without somebody bringing you up. You know, I just had Layla Gray on the show. And this is a young lady who, when she first came on the show, it was because of you. You had been telling me about her way before she was even a guest on the show. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And you were like, come on, man. You got to have her on. She's great. You know, she's still a little green, still learning the business, but I think she's going to be a big star. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it for you, Sticks. And I had her on the show and we hit it off and it was fantastic. I got to interview uh, Luke Curtis, who was her boyfriend at the time, and he's fantastic. And now to see all the great heights that they've reached since then, you know, Netflix stars, OBW stars, Layla has that contract, Ring of Honor and, and AEW, big stuff, man. But their work ethic carried them and helped them get there. They stayed ready. They did the traveling. They, they logged the miles. They paid those dues. No two ways about it. But there's something about somebody who has more credibility in the moment, who puts you over, who has conversations with people and puts their reputation on the line and say, hey, I vouch for this person. Please use whatever abilities you have to help me promote this person. And that's what you were doing. And you didn't just do it to me. You did it to everybody. You were singing Layla Gray's praises before anybody even knew or cared about who Layla Gray was. And there's no two ways about it, bro. You've had a major influence over her career. So, and you've had a major influence on this show. You know, the fact that you're somebody who is a person who has cerebral palsy and you came on the show to talk about that and to talk about just being part of the disabled community and the highs and the lows and the challenges and what have you, stuff that you've taught me offline just about, you know, audio editing and the importance of really taking your time and putting out a product that actually you can be proud of in terms of, of this podcast. Dude, I can go down the list. You know, Alan Roulette. Uh, from River Horse Photography and, and just the fact that you were endorsing him as well <laughs> and putting him over as well, which encouraged me to, to, you know, want to have him on the show and what have you. And that was that was before he even reached out and, and we even decided he was going to be on the show. It's amazing how much influence you've had on all of us. So legitimately, bro, I just want to thank you, let you know that we love you and we appreciate you. And, you know, none of us would be as successful as we are today without that extra push from our man sticks. So, again, thank you, brother. You're, you're welcome, bro. That's uh, that's a lot to take in, man. Um, you know, one of the things about I'm a people person. I always have been. I don't know why. I don't even like people most of the time, but um, I'm big on vibes, man. If we if we click as people, you know, if I have a conversation with somebody for two minutes and I'm like, ah, this is let's see where this goes. Um, you know, people like Layla and, and Luke, I I knew they were stars from the moment I shook their hands before we even did any tapings in Miami. We were working together in Miami and and then you call their work and you you see them with the full presentation and the presence and the, and the feeling you just, it's you either know or you don't. Right. And, and those two people, I could not be more proud to have 
called their first matches, their very first matches, and to, to see them grow not just in the business but as people, you know, grow into themselves and now to see their relationship like on Netflix be culminated with a proposal and, and all this cool stuff. That's so incredible to me just to say that I know those people, not even to say that I had an impact on them. Cause I don't look at it like that, but that's incredible to me to just be like, oh, I know those people, you know, those people are doing so great. I'm one of those people that really likes to see everybody win. Cause I know what it's like to struggle. I know what it's like to scratch and claw and fight and try just to be seen. Not not even understood, just seen. So I always give people sort of a baseline of respect until you show me you don't deserve it. You're going to get it from me because I, I really do believe that we're all in this together in some strange way. Well, we certainly are. One of the things, and I, I'm going to bring it up, and I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for bringing oh, this up. But Here we go. Whatever. <laughs> Listen, everybody's been on this show. Everyone's had their careers documented on this show through the years. So why can't we tell some inside baseball here? Let, let's go. Folks, let me let me tell you about Sticks. Uh, okay, let, let, let me tell you how much we love Sticks. Sticks has it in his mind that he wants to be the ultimate heel manager in the history of wrestling. Okay. This guy wants to be out there and he doesn't just want to manage on the sidelines. He wants to physically get involved. Sticks. I'm, I'm fearless. And <laughs> Sometimes He's, stupid. Yes. <laughs> I know what we're about to talk about. Go I ahead. I know what we're about to talk about. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> River City Wrestling Con. Sticks was managing. And he has the bright idea that he's going to physically get involved in the match. Why don't you walk <clears throat> me through the spot? But So before <laughs> we even talk about the background, what was the spot? Originally. Now this is going to sound even crazier. I told you this story, but um, the rest of the world probably hasn't heard it. But originally it was supposed to be me on the apron, fireball to the face, and I was going to go through a table. Um, But we couldn't find a table that was safe enough to break because all the tables at River City were these hard, old school, welded together. They weren't your particle board, you know, rim table. They were old school hard tables and i was like there's no way i'll break my back there's no there's no way i could go through that uh and i'm a big boy uh so i was like well i'll just climb up on the apron and and take the fireball and and uh somebody will catch me um now luckily i couldn't get all the way up on the apron because the the step i was using the chair i was using to step up was sliding So I couldn't get all the way up on the apron. But if I had been up on the apron, I wouldn't have had enough room to take the bump because the guardrail was too close and I would have hit the guardrail. So luckily, it went the way it went. It was fine. It was, you know, my sunglasses melted a little bit. It was no big deal. No big deal. Fireball to the face. No big deal. I did happen to upset the entire city of Jacksonville. That's fine. No big deal. I'll take that heat. (laughs) Folks. This is, a, this is a family-friendly entertainment event inside of a venue. It's not outside. Uh, it was at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds. And they absolutely were not allowed to have open flame. Okay? <laughs> that was part of the deal. <laughs> you know, anyone who's ever rented a venue before, you know. Nobody uh, told me that. There's a whole legal process <laughs> you have to go through. You got to put pen to paper. 
um, you know, so so you you'll legally be held liable. You have to say, hey, these are the things I will not do. And open flame was definitely a thing that they said they would not do. Now, unbeknownst to anybody, sticks in his band of of, of merry uh, wrestlers there, and they decide we're going to do an old school fireball spot. So, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? And I'll nope. I'll take this is come on now, sticks. I'll, don't I'll do it. <laughs> I'll take all of this. I will take all this heat. So I thought I had asked for permission to do this, right? And the person I asked permission to, who will remain nameless, um, said, yeah, no big deal. But I don't think he read everything that I wrote to him when asking for permission. So when we did it, (laughs) I was managing August Artois, the real, the raw, the draw August Artois. I just want to get that out there because he's incredible. He's a dope talent. And the fact that we work together occasionally is really cool because I learned from him and he learns from me and we've we've spent a lot of time together and he's a great guy. But he got in a lot of trouble because I said I would do it and I said that I got permission and I feel really bad and, you know, Loki threw a trash can and all, it, it was a whole thing. But, you know, the crowd loved it. So did it work? Sure. Well, yeah, it works so much that uh... – you know, wrestling legend and legitimately the the number one pick to be a real life James Bond movie villain with the voice, with the the fighting ability, with the <laughs> with the never say die attitude. We're talking about Loki. Loki almost killed you. Oh, he was. I love Loki. I have mad respect for Loki. He and I click on a lot of levels. We've had a lot of really cool conversations, and I learn so much from him every time I'm around him. But he was livid at me. And, like, <laughs> I, won't even, I won't even say what he said to me, but it was, it was a bad day at the office behind your, the curtain. Your soul was about to jump yeah. out of your body and run yeah. out of the building. No doubt. No doubt. If I could have <laughs> ran, I would have ran. It, you know, when, when Loki gets pissed off and he <laughs> says something, all you need is like the the, the music in the background. It, it's it's the most surreal thing in the world because it's like, dude, is this a movie? Here's like, the thing. <laughs> he doesn't even have to say anything. He looks at you and he gives you those deep eyes where he you know he's pissed, right? And then he, you know, then he unleashes the dragon on you, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna die right here, right now. <laughs> Incredible, incredible. But here's the crazy part. Despite all of that, everyone still loves sticks. And it, it, it just, you know, having conversations with people is like, did you know what sticks did? Yeah. And it's like, what did he did? But even even as angry as everyone was about, you know, this this is a dangerous thing that could have gone the wrong way. And, and even in the venue, because there's a whole legal component, it could have really been bad. Right. But Everyone was still laughing because just like, what the fuck sticks? You know what I mean? It's like, what is this guy? It's like your crazy little brother that you can't stay mad at. I am, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm fearless. And because I'm fearless, I put myself in situations that I want to be great. Right. I wanted that to make, I wanted to make my part in that match, whatever small part it was as good as it could be. And, it didn't go perfectly. It was a bad idea, but 
at the end of the day, the crowd really liked it, and and we got some really good, some I say good in quotations, some really good attention from it. And you know, it is what it is. You learn, you you grow, and you move on. I think in my head, I still want to be the gimpy version of Bobby the Brain Heenan. You know, commentary managing. You put me in a place to be successful, and I'm going to do it. Well, and at least you could say you did it. So, so oh, of course, better and different. Uh, you know, you you lived it. Of course, uh, and you know, I've I've been skydiving, so that's nothing. Like, what are we what are we doing tomorrow? Now, now remind everyone because you know, obviously, we always have new listeners who who join our faithful uh, audience. There, why do they call you Sticks? Because I know people are listening to saying, "Well, what's the big deal?" So he, he got physically involved. So what? So I was born with uh, cerebral palsy, and it affects the lower half of my body. Cerebral palsy is a, ner- a neurological uh, birth defect that happens when your brain has a lack of oxygen flow. And what happens in my body specifically, uh, my brain is constantly telling my muscles to stay tight, uh, to, to, to stay as tense as possible. So that limits my mobility. It affects my balance, sometimes my hand-eye coordination, uh, things like my fine motor skills, like my handwriting is atrocious. Um, but for the most part, I still have a very mild case because cerebral palsy has sort of four different levels to it. You've seen uh, people with like bent limbs and some people are unable to speak and unable to, to, to feed themselves and are wheelchair bound all the time. I'm, I'm very lucky in that, uh, I was blessed with a pretty mild case and with years of physical therapy and many, many surgeries, I am, uh, pretty good at moving around. So again, that's the guy who's standing on a ring apron, getting fireballs thrown in his face. (laughs) Jesus. You know, when you say it like that, yeah, right. Just and, and look, who the hell is going to root against you? That's that's the worst part about it. It's like, buddy, who's going to root against you? You know what, man? But if you tell me to go out there and get three minutes of heat, I'll have people throwing <laughs> well, stuff yeah, at you'll me. You'll find a way. You know, you'll um, find a way. You know, it's I, I. When you say things like I make an impact on people, I don't think about it like that. I've never thought about it like that. I just want to be great, man. I just want to be big and strong and have a camera in my face as crazy as that sounds well it's not so crazy you you were born to entertain that's who you are and um you have a lot to teach others on how to do it properly and what have you you also have a lot to teach others on how to not to do it but that's yeah, okay. right teachable <laughs> moments all around <laughs> do as i say not as i do right exactly exactly you know, ask for uh forgiveness you know not permission. permission yeah right we get it so <laughs> I mean, you're sticks again. You're sticks. You're legitimately one of the absolute best commentators. In fact, you and, and the young professor, that one-two punch, there isn't a better commentary team on the Indies. Um, no two ways about it. That you guys just legitimize so many different um, promotions and matches and what have you. So you're a guy that people know. They know your voice. They know your quality of work. They understand your passion, they know your challenges uh, to a certain degree. And, and, and that's why, again, you know, a lot of people are rooting for you. You recently have had to deal with a, a huge challenge, which is very difficult to say, considering the fact that you already 
have the biggest challenge ever with, you know, cerebral palsy and, and having to go through life and still navigate and function and, and, you know, be who you are on a day to day basis. You get up, you work every day, you hit the gym like you're, you know, you're a fully functioning person despite challenges that should have knocked you out, but haven't. But yet you, you, you did hit a string of bad luck recently. So let's talk about that. You know, um, what happened? Back in July, I was leaving my neighborhood and I was hit on the driver's side by another vehicle. At the scene of the accident, I was informed that I didn't have insurance or according to their system, I didn't have insurance. Uh, So a couple of tickets later and a busted up vehicle. Here I am uh, renting a car week to week. And I still don't have a reliable car. It's it's in a situation now where the bank had a policy on my vehicle. Um, so through their insurance company, they gave us a quote on damages. I just found out that the damages are much higher than the original quote from the bank's insurance. So... Now I'm in a discussion to try and have the vehicle totaled so I can get a new vehicle. Um, it's expensive. It's hard. It's stressful. It's, I feel not great, man. And I've had to cancel bookings and, you know, I've, I've lost sleep. I don't, I, well, I don't really sleep anyway, but the little sleep I do get is, is gone because of just stress and focus and trying to clean up this mess and it's been an absolute mess it's crazy my car until last week had been sitting in my driveway for almost six weeks um all in pieces because nobody would help me um so i'm i'm stuck between a rock and a hard place man it's and i'm this isn't sour grapes because i know there's people in life that have it much, much, much harder than me. Um, but, you know, it's been a real uppercut to the gut. Talk to me about the importance of having reliable transportation, especially as somebody who works in the wrestling industry. So I wouldn't be able to do anything if I didn't have a car. I, I can't walk anywhere, right? Like I make all the jokes you want, but that's the truth. I can't really ride a bike. So biking is kind of out of the question. My car is my legs, for lack of a better descriptor. And I work 40 minutes from my house at a nightclub. And bookings are usually at least an hour away. And that's the closest one. Uh, And I've, you know, driven back and forth to Atlanta. I've driven across the state of Florida twice in the same day for two separate shows. You know, I, I do the best I can to put in the miles and, and, and actually do the work to be a part of this business and be successful and, and make a name for myself. And all of that has really been put on hold and it's done massive damage to my mental health, if I can be honest about it. Um, and I feel like I can be honest with you because I trust you, but it's really been a struggle for me mentally to remember who I am and remember my potential and where I want to go and how I want to feel about myself, 
much less anybody else, you know, um, it's, it's just been a giant pile, man. And I've got a shovel. Sometimes that shovel feels like a normal size shovel. And sometimes it feels like a little tiny one you bring to the beach. So it just is what it is. So what's the path to getting back where we need to be? I, I started a GoFundMe to kind of generate some donations because the funds aren't where they need to be for me to, to continue to rent a car weekly. Um, I don't, know how long it's going to take for this insurance company to help me or get back to me or give me a solution uh, because they're not the easiest people to get a hold of because their their main interest is protecting the bank not me right so you know i i don't know man i i just i need help to be you know pointed in the right direction i need money because Money makes the world go round, and I don't have a lot of it right now because it's slow season, and you know it's it. It's a giant mess, my friend, and I'm just trying to get my feet out the fire. It's a giant mess, but it's it's you know not a mess that people can't relate to. Of course, of course, you know, everyone yeah. has experienced challenges with transportation, especially you know accidents. Uh, these things definitely happen, and. When you're somebody who is on the road as much as folks in the wrestling industry, uh, breakdowns, accidents, you know, flat tires and these things happening at the most inconvenient times, uh, it's pretty normal. I think, um, you know, young professor and I were talking because uh, occasionally he <laughs> that guy takes really good care of me, man. He forgets that I don't or uh, he he remembers a lot that I don't get home meals often. So he'll, he'll invite me over for dinner and his wife, Shanna is an incredible cook. And, um, you know, he's, he's really been a great, not even friend. He's my brother. You know, I say that everybody says, Oh, it's my brother. It's my brother. No, he's my brother. Um, we did the math and him and I have driven over a hundred thousand miles together to shows in the last three years. And if that doesn't tell you how much I want this, how much I believe in my ability to be successful and to contribute to this business on a major scale, I don't know what will. And I've logged probably at least 30,000 on my own just on the road. That's not even going to work. That's not, normal life that's just me on the road so you know this is this is everything to me this is i this is my life you know wrestling is my mistress and i love her very much whether she loves me back every day or not what will folks get you know for for any promoters out there and 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 let's open this up i mean you know we we talk a lot about pro wrestling obviously because that's what done a lot of but you're also a dj radio experience uh dj at a at a uh, gentleman's club so you're a person who knows how to host how to get the party started how to keep the folks in attendance amped up and involved in whatever it is that you're calling attention to if there are entertainment companies on any scale who need somebody like yourself and who recognize that you have a hell of a story 
So just to even be in business with somebody who's a fighter, who's determined, who hasn't given up like you, you know, that's somebody that you can depend on. It's somebody you can count on there. What are they going to get from you? I take great pride in what I do, uh, whatever it is, whether I'm at the club or I'm at a wrestling show, if I'm managing, if I'm commentating, if I'm emceeing, you know, if, if you put a mic in my hand, I will make you money. I have been emailing different companies uh, to try and represent their products because I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a great pitch man. I, I think if you put me in a situation where you tell me what you need as a face, as a presence, I will do my absolute very best to give you what I have to get you what you need. I love that. Great response. Great response there. For anyone out there who's going through some challenging times, and certainly <laughs> that, that's been the norm that these last couple of years for everybody. Everybody's certainly seen their highs and lows. You know, Sticks, you're in my private uh, Facebook group. I can tell you just in the past 24 hours, I've spoken to people who just came out of surgery. I've spoken to people who lost parents, like very recently. I've spoken to someone who, who their baby, who was just recently born, had to go in for open heart surgery. Man. So- Jeez. When we talk about people going through challenges, and that's just that's just in a in a very small Facebook group. I keep the numbers down. I think there's like 400 people in there. Um, a lot of people from the wrestling industry, some passionate fans, what have you. There, that's just one small sample size. The world goes through challenges every single day. We all do, right? But we all handle it differently. And one of the things about you, Sticks, is that you haven't given up. And it's it's not part of your makeup, man. It's it's who you are. You 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 walked into this world with the uh, odds stacked against you, and you've continued to make a lot of lemonade <laughs> out of some pretty sour lemons. For anybody out there who the challenges are mounting up, they're underwater, they're feeling the pressure. Do you have any advice for them that could encourage them to keep their head above water? Oh, sure, man. Um, first of all, I live my life every day with a voice in my head. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. And if I fall, if I stumble, if I hit the ground, and me and the ground have been friends for a long time, trust me. Um, and I think that's why God made me short, because he was like, this kid's going to fall a lot. We should make him short. It gets louder. Get up. Get up, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And that has to be your mentality. That has to be. If you're going to succeed in any way, shape, form, or fashion in life, you have to understand peaks and valleys are the way of the universe. You're going to be great sometimes, and sometimes you're going to feel like absolute garbage. And I have been there. I feel it. But every day, every day in any way, you got to try and make a little bit of progress. And it's okay to ask for help because I'm not, we were talking about this off air. I am horrible at asking for help, but I need help. And I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say it anymore. I am in a bad way. I need help. And if you need help, you got to say it out loud because 
If you don't tell anybody, nobody knows. You can't assume that people understand your struggle. You have to be able to say, this is hard. Please point me in the right direction. Please help me. Those are the two biggest pieces of advice I can give anybody. Keep fighting and say some stuff out loud. What's the best way people can keep up with you, Sticks? Uh, follow your journey to, to, you know, maybe if they have some opportunities, they want to do business with you. What's the best way they can reach out? Sure. Facebook is Ken Sticks Ray. Instagram and Twitter are both Sticksman92. That's S-T-I-X, Man92. Uh, follow me, like, share. I try to post videos on a regular basis. I call them Sticks Fixes. I try to be entertaining, insightful, make you think. Just little dumb things I record in my car before work, but maybe it makes you think, maybe it makes you laugh, maybe it makes you cry, whatever. Um, but it, But it's a moment for your day. And if I can help anybody anywhere be better in any way, I certainly will try. And the GoFundMe. I mean, if people want to help you out with getting back on your feet with transportation, what have you, what is that GoFundMe? The GoFundMe link is a weird link, but it's linked to all of my social medias. So if you reach out to me and you would like to donate, I will I will give Duke the link and he can post it. But it's it's linked to all of my social medias. It's on all of my pages. Take us out, Sticks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Sticks. They call me the world's most famous plaything. Coming at you live, large, and in charge from the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Loves Wrestling. <laughs>